You ever notice when people list things like they're going to do, they always say it like that? They like, do, and it's it's annoying because like, we all do I it. Get like, oh, I'm so busy tomorrow. I got to go shopping. I got to like do the laundry. Like, Why do we list things like that? I Isn't don't that know. weird? It's so obnoxious. It's like it's like the, the other thing we've talked about where whenever we drop something, we go, oh, 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 oh. oh. We all make that same <laughs> stupid sound. <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's like this unconscious thing that we all do, and it's so it's annoying. Like, yeah, it's very annoying. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band and we break down one of their records, track, well, kind of track by track. We give our biggest banger from each from the record, um, our biggest bangers from the record, possible stinkers if we have them. Um, while you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. All the social media is at, As- is at Asinine Radio. We have a, um, a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number you can call, leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307, so get into that. And if you did not already know, my name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, so, Jeff, what are we doing today? We are doing The Offspring's album, Smash. Ah, uh, it's time to relax. You know what that means. Now, Jeff, what is your, um, what's your origin story with The Offspring? Go! My, uh, my mom. My mom had Smash when it... Uh, when it came out, I guess, just early mm-hmm. early on in, in in my life, I remember listening to Smash. <laughs> the best the best part about it was when Bad Habit came on, right? And that that last yeah. part, that stupid dumb shit goddamn motherfucker part. Every fucking time that came on, because instead of just skipping the song, when you know it's coming or or turning the volume down, she would pretend to like talk to me while that part was gonna happen, as if I wasn't fucking <laughs> listening. Or she would just sing like, "Oh, don't listen to this part, la 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 la." Don't listen, don't listen. It's like, why, <laughs> why even, why even try? Because I don't know. So that that was my that was my earliest uh, my earliest introduction to Offspring was was Smash and was my mom. So we were like fucking seven ish, eight when yeah. this came out. Yeah, mid nineties. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, you and my god, dude. I, I love this. I love this so much. I love this so goddamn much as a kid. And I still do. And that's, I mean, obviously that plays into a, to uh, plays a part in why I rank this so high in, in the rankings. Um, but it's not all of it. And this came out on my birthday. So there's a. Oh, yeah. Look at that. There's a little, little thing, thing there, too. Uh-huh. All the good things come on my birthday. Smash, uh, Sahara with Matthew McConaughey. See? Oh, my God. What the fuck? All the good stuffs. That that is a deep cut right there. I st- I've still I've still I've never seen that movie. <laughs> then why even bring it up? Because, I've never seen it either. Because we were supposed to go in high school or whenever it came out, right after high school, it was supposed to be John and Ryan. And everyone was supposed to go. Because I don't even celebrate birth my birthday like ever. I think it's stupid. Never have. Yeah. Never great. will. Yeah. But like Sahara was coming out on my birthday, and I kind of wanted to see it because I do like Matthew McConaughey. I do like Matthew McConaughey. And so we had plans to do it, and like the last day, like the my birthday, all plans fell through. And so from then on, 
I make it a point to always like bring it up to the people that were supposed to go, especially John. <laughs> wow. And I make it a point and never to watch it. it. I never get it. I still have not seen it. For like fucking 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> wow. One a day. completely forgotten movie, yeah. One day. Now yeah. I want to watch it. Now I want to watch it. I'm holding out, After baby. This. I'm holding out. <laughs> when, when I go out to Arizona next week, uh, we'll watch Sahara. <laughs> it's so it's so not stupid. my birthday. I'm not going to watch it. But yeah, that's my that's my origin story with Smash was was uh, with my mom. My mom listened to a lot of cool shit. She listened to a lot of stupid stuff. Also, she got she got really heavy into like the pop country stuff in like the late nineties as I got older. Yeah, but she listened to. I a think lot all of, of her shit. moms did at that time. Yeah. Oh man, dude. Yeah. Horrible, horrible. They were they were duped. They were duped. Yeah, definitely. Except my mom still listens to all that shit. My mom does too. They just went to one of these fucking Luke Bryan concerts, oh, dude. God. I mean, I don't know if it was Luke Bryan, but just insert any generic white person yeah. name as the band name, and that's who they went to go see. It's terrible, terrible shit. Yeah, it's awful. It's the worst. All right, so so yeah, your introduction was was this album Smash and uh, your mom having the CD. So uh, my my introduction to the band it was pretty fly for a white guy. Uh, that song came out on the radio. Uh, I just started listening to to K Rock at that time, and it was blowing up and. This is one of those songs that was just so unique to my young mind that I'd never heard anything like it, and I was instantly hooked. Yeah, you know, like songs like Smash Mouth's "Walking on the Sun." Never heard of anything like that before. Blink One Eighty Two's "What's My Age Again." I never heard a song like that. So instantly, I I just fell in love with songs like that, and and Pretty Fly for a White Guy was is one of those examples. It just nothing sounded like that like that song ever up to that point, and. Um, I loved it, and then I, I remember I went to I was at Best Buy buying a video game with my my mom, my aunt, my cousin, and I had heard and I really wanted this record, and my aunt had to convince my mom to buy it, and she didn't want to buy it because the 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 cover art is really weird on Americana, and um, <laughs> and really and also had a parental advisory sticker, but my aunt convinced her that it, it's okay, it's okay, Drexa, it's it, he can have this he can have this CD. Brandon has it, my cousin has it. It's fine. Just just let him have it. So I got it then. I was super stoked, and I just played this CD, that Americana, on repeat for a year, probably. So that's my introduction to The Offspring. Great stuff. A lot of great memories, you know, being like 8 to 10 years old, you know, just a lot of fun times. So, um, yeah. So there you go. I forgot about that Smash Mouth song, Walking on the Sun, though. That that's a, a good banger. song, though, right? It it's a fucking banger, man. <laughs> it's so good um <laughs> all right so so smash yeah we're doing this record today not americana so smash um when when did you first kind of hear this what was your i guess yeah what's your origin story with smash or or where do you want to start with this this album this is this is like one of those albums that i've i've been listening to since like for for a long time for a long time well, yeah, yeah. my mom also had dookie so she played dookie constantly like third eye blind these mid nineties, these these mid nineties bangers. She never did. I don't think she ever played Weezer though. So that was interesting. A um, little, maybe too emo for her. Yeah, maybe not as as as, as alt rock. She never did any grunge either too. So that was nice. But she played Nirvana every so often, but mostly like in the alt rock, punk rock realm. So that was nice. Yeah. But this is honestly, this is an album that I've I listened to front to back, even before I bought it on the vinyls, just almost monthly since since like inception. 
I just I love mm-hmm. this album so much. I think it's so great. And this week, I, I love it even more. Reading these lyrics, man, I never realized this how 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 kind of like defeatist and, and doom and gloom and, and and sad this whole album is. It's fucking rad. It's cool. I know, especially when you get to <laughs> like a lot of the lyrics on their later records, they get so goofy and stupid. It, I was surprised at how dark this record actually is. Yeah, and it's it's dude. It's like but. this is this album and the, along with Dookie, obviously, like these these just kind of like made punk rock bigger than life. Like they, they, they made it so fucking huge. They were, they were competing with, with stuff that was still kind of like eighties and then bleeding into the nineties that were still big bands. But this is epitaph. This is, this is fucking yeah. epitaph. Dude. This is, and the Nostring never even released anything on nitro on their own record. label. never released anything. Only re-releases as far as albums mm-hmm. go. But like this is this is epitaph. This is a small label. This is a label that couldn't even like handle distribution at this point, especially when this went to one million, two million, three million records sold. <laughs> like epitaph couldn't handle that, and that's fucking cool. That's amazing. It's <laughs> really cool. Millions. I think at this point it's sold over ten million copies. Too. <laughs> fucking ten million copies. It's yeah. insanity. God damn it! This record alone has made Brett Gerwitz so much fucking money. <laughs> I know. It's fucking insane, man. Retire. I mean, I like record. Epitaph a lot. It's a great. It's a great label. They have so many great bands, but yeah, it, it's crazy how rich that guy must be now. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, he doesn't. He still kind of signs bands that are have like nothing that are just nobodies, and I like we don't know yeah. what the contract looks like, but I, I would I would I would like to imagine that it's good because he's still signing bands to this day and they're not coming out on social media saying, we just signed the fucking worst contract of our life. Like, so it's, I don't know. It's still kind of cool that he's helping like the little guys. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard any real negative things about, about Epitaph at all. Really? Now that I think about it. And they're a corporation just like most probably at this point, mid-sized corporations, but yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. But yeah, man. But Smash, no, it's good stuff. Smash, I, I think like this this week, I like this album even more than I did prior to this week. So that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what your question was. That's the answer. No, no, that's that's fine. That's kind of what I was asking about. Um, Smash with me, though, I, I really didn't get into the C, this record until probably mid-high school. I don't Outside of, you know, Bad Habit, Come Out and Play, and Self-Esteem, I hadn't heard anything off this record. And I think I... I never even i don't think i've ever bought this on cd i think i only ever had a burn copy of it and i think i was just still so i i liked americana and conspiracy of one so much that i never really cared for smash too much until like after we after high school and we started to dive deeper into into their discography but yeah this is i was kind of a late a late bloomer on this record but i mean i i still i mean this is the i think this is their second best record um it's it's just it's fucking solid. The the singles are are I think they're iconic. I mean they're played all the time. At least here locally in Southern California. Um, I don't know about elsewhere. You know outside of the United States especially. But come out and play in self esteem are I they're easily their biggest songs. I think they're bigger than Pretty Fly and and stuff off Americana. I think these two songs are their their most popular for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But and and I um, so like I guess. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with what well, we already played, Nitro? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's talk about time to relax. The the intro and then Nitro, the intro and then Nitro. Um, 
yeah, let's get into that. What, what do you I, got? Dude, I know, I know, I've known the, the word for word, verbatim, time to relax, that intro. Just because <laughs> I've listened to so many fucking times, I know every single word that he says. I know how he says it. I know when he says it. I know the cadence of his voice. I know everything. I can repeat this entire album front to back. It's fucking weird, man. This is like this is like Pinkerton status. This is like Toy Patch status. This album really is up there in albums that I've listened to the most in my entire life. It's, it's fucking weird. It, I don't know. I don't know. I love it so much, but I like this intro. I think it's funny, but it's just it's just the right amount of funny to where you kind of do relax. And I think that's the point of it. I think the point yeah. of it is to kind of make you relax because we're in the mid '90s here. There's a lot of different different things going on you know grunge is, is kind of doing its thing and then the death of the rock stars coming but then you get like weezer throwing out an album but like all along like the world's kind of still going to shit and so this is like a, a relaxing thing nobody knows what the fucking most people didn't know who the offspring was until this album let's be fair no 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 outside of southern california for sure nobody knew who the offspring were and so they throw no. this little this little time to relax thing and it's kind of like oh music sues even the savage beast and it goes right <laughs> in that fucking drum. That like, what are you doing? Are you kidding yeah. me? That is it's so great, fucking cool. It's a great opener from that spoken word into that that drum part. <laughs> <laughs> just the name of the song, dude. Nitro, youth energy. Like, I, I don't care. Nitro is a fucking cool word. It's just a cool word. Love it. Mm-hmm. Youth energy. Dexter's voice, dude, it rings out so nicely here. I think his voice is so goddamn unique. It's so goddamn cool. Sounds like shit live. But it sounds, it's still fucking rad. It's <laughs> it sounds so, cool, so dude. bad live. But dude, like, I, oh my God, I love this so much. So with, with Nitro, I, I do, I think this is a great, great fucking song. It, it's a great punk song. Great way to start the record. Like like we said, with that, with that drum part, it's still not the catchiest or heaviest or most aggressive song on the record. And that's totally fine. It doesn't need to be one of the two. It's, it's, it's a great combination of both of those, those, those things that they're best at. And, uh, I, it's just—it's such a great opener. It's the one-two punch of that intro and the song is fucking solid. And then you drop into "Bad Habit," which I'm sure we'll get into in a bit. But it's—it's <laughs> it's just like one banger after another. Like kind of as you get toward the end of the record, it kind of—it's still really good, but it Oof. definitely See, peters I, out a little bit. I'm it peters the out a little there. bit. Like the end of the record really is when okay. it gets. Then the record is when it it, it, it finds its uh, it finds its like like true footing. But we'll get to if, it at the end of the record. It, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, okay, I'll, we'll get into it. I, I like, so, so like, Nitro is my 8B. It's my 8B. Okay. Nitro is my 7B. That's my 7B. I, I, I love, like, his, whoa, 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 whoa. And the guitar goes, meow, 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 meow. Dude, yeah. fucking so boss. Uh, the woes are great. The woes are great. There's some really good backup vocals that aren't woes, you know, that, that kind of, I don't want to say, they don't harmonize with Dexter, but they're just, I don't even know what to call it. The, the background vocals are solid on this song. It's almost um, like a like like a like a like a play off each other. Like they're kind of like like yeah, like a call yeah. and response. Ain't gonna waste this life. There's no tomorrow. Ain't gonna live that for me. Exactly. It's, it's cool. Exactly. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I always so, thought too until this week actually that in the bridge when he says hey, hey believe it, I always thought he said hey, hey Billy B. And even I swear to God until this week I thought I was I was still singing hey, hey Billy B. The official view of the world has changed. Which like now they now that like I I was I read the lyrics like why was they always saying that it doesn't even make any fucking sense. But that's what happens when you're not a lyricman because I do the same thing. I I say I sing things that that make no sense. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna say Billy B. I don't even care. You got to do it. You got to do it. Dude, it. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. All AB, right. um, banger of a song. AB. Okay, yeah. Seven B for me. So, do we? Oh, do we have any stinkers on this record? No, I don't have any okay songs. All right. Okay. I have. I. They're pretty much all bangers for me. I. I have no stinkers. Good. So because there are no stinkers. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's it's true. So what's your um? What's your one B? Bad Habit, dude. Bad Habit. Really? My, this is my favorite Offspring song. Damn, okay. <laughs> this is it. Like, Let's this, get into this. Just, like, there's just so much nostalgia attached as a kid. I just, it's fucking weird, dude. I had these memories of, of like, listening to this when my mom bought it, and we're, like, <laughs> decorating the Christmas tree and listening to the Offspring. <laughs> we're, to like, fucking, habit. we're, like, eating pizza <laughs> at dinner listening to the Offspring. Like, I just had these <laughs> memories of always doing, just listening to this this album, and Dookie, too, and Third Eye Blind, a lot of these, a lot of albums. I just previously mentioned actually it's just those three, but uh, bad <laughs> habit. I just I have these the most fond memories because I think it's so funny, and I still think it's really funny. I feel I I still think it's like wow man, like this is very, this is very punk. This is a very punk thing to do. Is just let's stop all the music. Let's have no fucking no instrumentals whatsoever. Let's just put the vocals in the front, and let's make let's make damn sure. As the Taking Back mm-hmm. Sundays would say, let's make damn yeah. sure that parental advisory sticker is for sure going to be on this record. Ready, go. What would you say? <laughs> and that's what you say. <laughs> you stupid, dumb shit, goddamn <laughs> motherfucker. And they turn him up a little bit louder, too. His vocals aren't that loud normally. Yeah, I know. Turn him up a little bit louder. God, dude, that's so punk rock. I love it. God damn, that's so good, dude. It is fucking great, man. This is my bad habit is my 4B. I do love the song. Okay. Okay. And. I'll give you reasons why, but uh, the the intro is so good that boom boom boom, just that that boom, bass, boom. and then just just no just the silence and the hey man, it's just the way he kind of I don't not wails or squeals. I guess it's kind of a squeal. He comes in with that that voc those vocals. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. So bad. But I love it. I love it. And it just it just kind of builds, and then you hear Ron come in with just that. That uh, the hi hat, just him stepping on the hi hat. That you actually hear the hi hat. What, what a fucking build up! It's yeah. cool because you can hear it open and close. You can hear that the, the part, then you also hear like the the click of it going up, like click, click, yeah. click. But before that too, don't forget you can hear Dexter fucking lick his lips ASMR like before can he starts. You really? to sing. Yeah, I've so never good. ever noticed that. It's Holy so shit. quiet, dude. But you can you can for sure <laughs> hear him. He comes in, but then even before that too, right? That the boom 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 boom, and then that yeah, yeah, the guitar, (laughs) a little bit of a wah there too. Like these guys are Mm -hmm. just these guys are kids pretending to be rock stars that just wrote a fucking banger of a song, and they know it. God damn. And then and then it that that intro ends with the with the the where he just says hey, and then it's just that on the run on the the toms just going. And then everything stops again, and then Dexter comes in just just as vocals, and then it goes into this like fucking awesome ass punk song. Damn. God damn, dude, it's so it's so fucking good. It's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's such it's a one banger, minute man. of perfect buildup, and then yeah, yeah dude, there's yeah. great Tom usage like in the beginning of some of the verses that like very Pennywise this is what Pennywise like made a fucking career yeah. off of is doing that like Tom that kind of like punky Tom thing, and they, they here, here they are here we are. Oh man, dude, it's so fucking good. 
Ah, uh, and then so so and then you jump into the chorus. You know, I guess I got a bad habit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just the yas are there's. I don't. I think it's probably just Dexter kind of overdubbing. Yeah, I don't think it's sure. it's Noodles or anybody because none of the other guys I think can sound like Dexter. So, Nobody but the yas really are so good. Like Dexter. He has such a fucking weird ass voice. There's nobody like Dexter, really. I know people hate him. Yeah, I think people either love him or hate him, and I think most people hate him. Um, I know a uh, friend of the pod, Annie. I don't know if she still listens to the podcast, but she, uh, when we first met, she asked me who my favorite bands were, and I, or not my who my favorite bands were, but what bands I really like. I said, oh, you know, like Metallica, The Offspring, and then she said at that moment she knew she hated me forever. Because she hates Metallica and The Offspring more than any other band, that's, and then we ended up becoming really good friends. That's something, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, to hate she the cannot. She fucking hates The Offspring with a passion. There's there's a lot oh, of so very funny. unique things about The Offspring, just not even Dexter's vocals either. But like, like Noodles, man, the way the guy can mash so many like guitar chords into a chorus is is fantastic. <laughs> I know. It's so cool. He, he's not just he's your, like he's like a riff master. He, he really what is. What he can come with is is insane. He write he writes yeah. riffs that stand on their own without any vocals. Yep. But like I and was he never him. needs solos. I was counting him. Like most of the really cool choruses have at least four, five, sometimes six different power chords in the chorus. That's 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 crazy. Yeah. That's silly boy talk. We're talking like rock bands in the nineties, even like Weezer. <laughs> they were doing like one or two maybe. Yeah, I know. I know Dexter is is crazy. He has he has really good solid leads too. Like he never really solos, but his guitar leads are are almost like solos. He really rides that fine line between the two of them, and it's it's really impressive. Very very impressive. But uh, let let's play let's play a little bit of um, of Bad Habit. We'll get through the 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 bridge part that we all love so much, and then we'll talk about that. And the Sound good? Yeah. Okay. So oh shit. So here's a little bit of bad habit, or a lot of bad habit from the Offspring. That bridge part, you got it. That's, that's what we've been talking about. You got to play it. <laughs> There's just nothing that sounds like like that bridge. <laughs> it's just it's so silly. Like the concept of it is just so silly and stupid. It shouldn't. It's childish. It shouldn't be cool. Yes, exactly. It's, it's incredibly childish. childish. It's it's. But that's 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 where like punk rock is is bred from, childishness that's a word childishness yeah it's 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 simple and fucking extremely effective and Mm -hmm. it's the third track really the second track on the album and god damn it's just it it hits hard it hits hard it really does man it's um it's truly unique how they go they can go from the slow to the fast and slow to fast i guess that's the right way to say it but this song is all over the place. It's truly unique, and I and I love it. So, what what do you have lyrically on this one? Uh, it's about road rage. It, it's it's fucking yeah. road rage. It's a funny take on road rage, right? The traffic is such shit in Southern California that this is like the musical version of of like that traffic scene and falling down when 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 Michael Douglas gets out of his car and he's fucking done with it. Like this is mm-hmm. this is like the musical version. This should have been playing during that scene. Oh, that I want. I guarantee you, somebody's probably mashed that together. <laughs> the song and that that part of the movie. This song Had is to. too aggressive for that fucking part. 
Uh, well, but it's no, not even aggressive because it's funny. It's it's, it's outwardly <laughs> aggressive, but like if you look into it, it's, it's funny. It's a joke. It, all these songs are meant to be taken with like a grain of salt. They're all a little bit tongue in cheek. Yeah. Especially when you hear Dexter's voice too. Like he just he doesn't have like an aggressive, commanding voice. You know, I I like his voice even though it's so silly and so kind of ridiculous at times. But I it's just so unique and and catchy that I don't know. I I love it. It's just not aggressive at all. But um, I don't know. Do we have anything else on on uh, Bad Habit? No, 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 no. That's it. That was your four okay. B. What was not that your, was your seven B? What is your one B? What was your one? B? Oh, your one B is bad. Duh, it's bad my, habit. My, okay. my one B was bad habit. Boom, boom. Damn. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I'd love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> I get so pumped every time I listen to it. It's it's great. Uh, Genocide is my is my one wow. B. Do you not like the song? That's What's my two B, baby. Oh, okay. There we go. Two B or not to be. <laughs> I mean, okay. You start with this riff. This this. Da, 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 da. It's just like it's a really fast riff, but it almost sounds like it's off time. And then you get this lead guitar coming. That I, wait. I can't even. Wait. How does it go? That was good. No, do it again. I can't even try to try to sing that that guitar line. That lead guitar line, but. Oh man, dude! It's every part of this song is catchy. That guitar line, the chorus, the doggy dog. It's 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 a fantastic song. It's it's one of the faster songs on the record. It's an aggressive, fairly aggressive song. Um, Noodles guitar playing is fucking solid on this. I I, I have nothing bad to say about this song. And then that bridge, that palm muted bridge, which dude. we kind of stole for one of our own songs. But that, um, do you remember Life at the Condo? Like coming home from the bar at like three o'clock in the morning, and all Kevin oh, and I yeah. would play is that fucking song on Joe's old bass amp, and we would mm-hmm. just skip until that part and play it loud as fuck at like three thirty in the morning. I do remember that everything would rattle in the house. I could do that because he had like a fucking massive ampeg, and we just turned it up as loud as possible. Yeah, I God, I love this. The song is the song is fucking perfect. Catchy drum beat, catchy bass line. Guitars just kind of providing accents to each other. The main riff itself mm-hmm. kind of has this very like subtle like Middle Eastern kind of influence too, which the Offspring love to do. Yeah, and, like on this song and Come Out and Play, both versions of Come Out and Play on this for it's sure. Very come Out and Play, Middle Eastern. This one, this yeah. one definitely had, and they did like in Tehran and, and a couple stuff in the first two albums. True, but like this is this like like when the chorus drops, we hear Noodles kind of be iconic for the first time, as far as like his first album, the second album, and then this one. This is like the first time we've really heard him like mashing a bunch of different power chords into a very strong melody. Like the melody could exist with just one, maybe two power chords on its mm. own, but he puts an extra two, sometimes three in there, and, <laughs> and that's fucking rad. And he'll continue to do that and like perfect that and do it better in subsequent songs. But no, that's sorry. I was looking at the other one. But yeah, this is that was that was got to get away. I was reading other lyrics here. Are there other other have you have, notes? Have you ever learned or tried to learn or yeah? Have you ever tried to learn an Offspring song? I was, actually I was doing guitar? it today. I was doing Bad Habit today, and I can do the bass part, but yeah, it's just too hard to do the guitar part because he's just it's I don't know, he's so he's he's all over the place, and it's not just like single no like we were talking about. It's not just single notes. He's playing full power chords, and he's just he's constantly moving his hand up and up and down like it's it never ever stops. Honestly, it's, it's like it's like he's it's taking, pretty cool. He's taking a cool bass line and then just power recording every note. 
and that's 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 what's mm-hmm. happening. Because like all, all of Greg's bass parts are solid; they're all fucking great. There's a couple. There's only yeah. a couple times on here where he's kind of like allowed to to take the the spotlight. But overall, like 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 Noodles just just plays the bass part and just power chords every note. But it's just, <laughs> it's just like, dude, there's so many fucking times, and you can see him like live videos. He's his his left hand is fucking constantly moving. I know, right? It never stays put. It's fucking tiring. It's ti- even even like a song. I remember learning a long ass time ago, learning uh, "Pretty Fly for a White Guy." Like when you hear it, you're like, oh, "Okay, this song it's pretty straightforward." But the amount of chords he throws into that that main riff is it's surprising. It's very very. It's not it's not a super difficult riff, but it's uh it's a lot more it's more complicated than I think most people would think. Especially with that kind of swing in that song, that dun dun dun, dun. it's it's not very straightforward. It's 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 more complex. It's, it's, yeah. it's cool. He's a great guitar player. I really think he's a great guitar player. He is. I think he's a fucking punk fantastic guitar rhythm guitar player. Honestly, just yeah. As far as like punk rhythm guitar players, one of the best. One of oh, the best. Oh, for sure. For sure. Dude, dude can like can like keep the rhythm, but then still just add like his own unique style, but then add to the melody, and these melodies are already really really strong without it. Like they don't need him. But he still oh, adds sure. to it, and they make it better, dude. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> if you started, God, we we really you, dropped into this dudesy thing. It's so stupid. If you started the two minute mark, that's when that's that's when you can really hear the build up, and then like hear where it leads to. In the into the palm mute, yeah. Should I just fast forward it to that part, or or what do you think? If, or if you could, if you can start at two minutes exactly, or I right could before. do whatever I want on this on this pod. That's true. It's your pod. Well, that's not true. Whoops. Did that, 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 that high guitar riff too. That's very like nineties. It's kind of sloppy. doesn't really sound great, but goes well <laughs> with the song. Right. It's fucking iconic. It's cool. Oh, like the, just that, that, dun, 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 just that, that kind of thing. What are you talking about? Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. All right, so here's a here's a bit of genocide from uh, the Offspring's. Man, mm. dude, I, that palm mute that palm mute part is still so good. I the especially like that record. one. Let's see what's next. <laughs> You're annoying. So, so what do you have lyrically on on genocide? These lyrics are pretty dope. I I I kind of I like these. They, they kind of give like a more upbeat approach to society, and sometimes it's like talk that if we work together, we could change things and. Like it was up to you to decide how to change things, and we be, we'd be better off. But it's mm-hmm. not, and like yeah. all, and and that like that, but it's not part is solid because it's a, again, it's a defeatist attitude, and then it, it drops into the doggy dog part, which is like rails against all of us in the classic like divide and conquer thing, which they've gone over the poor versus the the rich and this and people and the haves and the haves nots over this entire album. Like we fight each other instead of fighting those in power and stuff like that. And, Damn, it was cool. Good, good, yeah, good stuff. I, th- I thought the same thing, really. I mean, I mean it's about p- how people destroy each other and bring each other down, um, and they don't really realize that it there, there's there's a there's something that's really kind of pulling the strings. Like, oh, wait, what am I trying to say? He'll say it later on. He will literally say, "Yeah, he does." Like, it, superpowers yeah, he pulling really strings. It's crazy. He really does. It, it's just about like how the, the corruption of society, and we're we're all pretty much slaves to the puppet masters. That's really what this this entire record. That's what this that's what it's about. But this is just a 
just a very uh, condensed version of, of that in this one particular song. But um, yeah, I don't know. One B. One genocide B. is my one B. Genocide this is, is my this one is, B. Uh, I think this is actually the song that that prompted our neighbor to walk into our house and tell us to turn the music down. <laughs> God I think it was, damn, dude! I think it was this album. I I mean, I'm like folk- folklore would have it that it was this part, the the palmy part of genocide. But I do think it was Smash. We 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 were very. I, we weren't bad neighbors, honestly. We weren't good neighbors, but we weren't bad neighbors. We just played music loud. Late at night, but that was like once a week. You know, like Friday night. That wasn't that bad. Otherwise, we were fucking dead quiet. Yeah, because nobody was home during the day except for you. Yeah. <laughs> and we were clean. Like, we never really, like, threw shit outside or, or took up parking yeah. space or anything like that. But when our fucking neighbor walked into our house, right, like, literally opened our door. I don't know why we didn't lock the door. Opened our door and stepped foot in our house to like to turn this fucking music down. Are you fucking kidding me? We're like, what the fuck? Get out of here! <laughs> and then that's I think it was the offspring. Maybe I was playing bass. I don't remember. It was something really loud. I think it was my fault. Probably my <laughs> fault. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys, you guys didn't get kicked out of the condo earlier, because I mean we had first of all we had a lot of parties at that condo. Um, on the weekends we were all very loud at the condo on the weekends um, though uh, true true on the weekends but still you know and then there was the mario kart incident um i mean that was I completely just, like not our fault that was just some that was probably our neighbor and they the the police said it was our neighbor we, we were playing mario yeah, kart and we get we get kind of into it or there's a lot of yelling yeah, go wild just, yeah. just imagine like the podcast but with four people and um we're, we're playing mario kart yeah and on the screaming. 64 yeah <laughs> and, we, and we got the police called and they came and they said that somebody called that that somebody was getting beat and we're like no dude we're just playing mario kart and they laughed yeah. and then said it was uh, one of your neighbors and then all of all of them eyeballed that our next door neighbor they we're like oh yeah that makes <laughs> sense and that is not an exaggeration the cops were literally called because of mario kart it's a good game mario kart though good yeah kart. i mean Mario Kart is a lot of fun with us. We least. get into it. We get into it. We get really pissed, really heated. But it's fun. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, all right. So let's move on from genocide. Uh, what, what's your what's your 3B then? 3B. 3B or not 3B. Uh, 3B's got to get away. Gotta, gotta get, get away from me. <laughs> gotta <laughs> get away from me. Gotta get away is my 5B. Oh, oh. It's a good one. Well, it's not that much lower than yours. So, uh, first of all, it, it, it's a little bit slower of a jam. It's super catchy, very iconic. Like you were just singing, that chorus is, it's really obnoxious, but it's really, it's an earworm, as as uh, the people would say. It's a great song, man. I love it. This, this is the one that I was saying, because I was reading my notes from Gotta Get Away to Genocide, because I don't. Now, I'm, I'm, I, for a while, I was kind of highlighting in red things that I was, I've already talked about. But then mm-hmm. I got kind of cocky and I was like, I don't need it. I can just fucking remember. But then obviously I screwed that up. So now I'm going back to the highlighting things in red that I've talked about. But this is the I one do. that I was talking about. It has this kind of like subtle sort of like Middle Eastern influence to it. That, that, like everything kind of has like a little bit of that. And it's like for a band, I don't know why they started doing it or for whatever reason, but they kind of did it a lot in these early days. And uh, you can kind of hear they it a really little bit did. here. 
I you know really until you brought this up right now I I didn't really make that that kind of Middle Eastern style connection but yeah that that riff is very very it's a heavily distorted Middle Eastern kind of riff but it totally is it's bizarre right like they they did did it a lot yeah they did it a lot they did it a lot they really did super cool I love it but they but yeah they really hit it in within all that distortion on this song but man they did it so good the when the chorus drops in. This is this is what I was talking about. We hear Noodles be iconic for the first time. There's so many fucking power chords, and then I love it. <laughs> Just in that one little part, but I don't know. Banger of a song. It got to get away. It is. And then and then Ron's uh, guitar, or not guitar, his drumming with just the, the the heavy usage of the the tom drum or the floor tom, the floor tom and the snare. It's uh, it's it, dude. It, it builds this song so well. It's. Ron Ron doesn't get enough uh, enough credit as a drummer for the band. Oh, okay. well, doesn't. I will say his his claim to fame is essentially just exactly this song that do 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 or if they're playing a faster song, it's just the double time. That's but then really, also that's really all he does. He has parts here or there, but that's really all he does. But think of you know, come out and play. You know the the the. You know, the stick play on the um oh, the freestyling the freestyling freestyle freestyle. sure sure i didn't even know he freestyled <laughs> until i saw the video again this week i had no idea never even like put two and two together yes <laughs> so yes, good. yes yes it is great um but yeah ron, i think ron doesn't get enough credit um I, I don't think he's the best drummer by any means but he uh he does some really cool stuff on this record and on americana especially some really really good stuff I think he hit his. I um, think like his best drumming performances are on Americana. Like that's that's him at his best in The Offspring. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know, walk like uh, just 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 staring. Christ, staring and we're staring at the sun. <laughs> I tried to sing it as like walking on the, but it didn't come out that way. But yeah. like the part in 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 staring at the sun before it drops in, where he's doing like that Pennywise. There's a lot of cool yeah. Tom play in there. Now you're right. You're totally right. I don't know. It's it's a shame that they fired him the way that they did, and just dude, noodles and and Dexter, they they're kind of shady. They're kind of shady guys. I mean, the way that they've just, gotten rid of certain band members. I mean, it's just it's just the two. It's just Ron and then Greg. But well, it's, and also Pete, the way they got rid of Pete. Pete wasn't like a band member. He's but not. Dude, our, he's he was not in a the Ron band. Waltine. He's not a fucking Greg K. Come on, that's silly boy. Talk. But also, he was he was in the band in all the promo shots. You know, he was an official. Ba- he was an official band member, but he didn't help build like the brand. Years. He didn't help no, build the true. brand. He didn't help build the corporation that is the but that's offspring. Not, but that's not my point. My point he is the way that they, they fired the band. him. But the way I, that's the point is the way they fired him wasn't very different from how they fired Ron and fired uh, Greg. But firing him is not as shocking as as firing. Greg or, or Ron. Like true, that was true, true, true. Firing Ron, like people still don't really know exactly what happened. That was like the first time they did it, but firing Greg just happened. Like very, very just yeah, in the past like couple in years. Like in twenty eighteen? Yeah, twenty eighteen or something like that. So it's that it's, was crazy. It's very recent and like the dude's been there since the beginning. Yeah, like, literally the band was formed, not as the offspring, but the band was formed by by Greg and Dexter. Like they are literally the OG members of the band. Dexter was on drums. Yeah. Exactly. Fucking you know, it's so so crazy. Like it, it's just it's so funny. Like the only reason why they hired Noodles 
to be in the band or got him into the band was because he was older than everyone else and he was able to buy booze and he was the janitor at the high school or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that means <laughs> so he would because he's like three or four years older than everybody, not that much older, but old enough to buy yeah, a beer. So that means they're in high school, right? So if they're like 17, 16, 17, he's like 21 ish. Like, yeah. That's a cush job at 21 to be a fucking janitor at a high school. Are you kidding me right now? Like, like <laughs> Maybe not fast, back then, but nowadays, I know, yeah. Fa- dude, like fast forward, <laughs> like back then in the 90s, it's probably the shittiest job you ever fucking had in your life. But fast forward to 2022, oh my God, janitor yeah. to high school, cush. We're, working cush. working at the school district, working for the school district. Oh, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> kill for that position. <laughs> times oh, have times changed, have changed huh? Oh, God, we both <laughs> said that. No. <laughs> Oh, I hated that. I hated that so much. That <laughs> <laughs> is, it is, it is funny though. Like, like, uh, like growing up, right? You never like people don't really aspire to be certain professions, and, and a janitor is probably not one of them. Yeah, but what, dude, like, do you remember like killed to be a janitor now? Do you remember like in the '90s there were so many TV shows where an episode, the premise would be around like the poor janitor, about like the evil janitor that that everybody was afraid of, and this and that because it was such a shitty job. You were yeah. like, like, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Adventures of Pete and Pete, like all these '90s Nickelodeon shows and Disney shows had had some sort of storyline like that. Well, and don't forget, I mean, just like look at look at Groundskeeper Willie, right, for The Simpsons, yeah, the yes. fucking Scottish guy who's completely out of his mind half the time. <laughs> but also, don't forget about all the TV shows in 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 those early days when we were growing up, where they took that 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 test to show what they will become when they're older. Oh yeah. And like, oh, Lisa, you will be an astronaut. Or like, Martin, you'll be a fucking president. And it's like, Bart, you're going to be a janitor. That's and right. Like that was yeah. always perceived as like a shitty job, like to be a janitor. But like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? That's a cush job. Isn't it crazy? Like all the blue collar jobs back. It was it was such like propaganda bullshit. You know, it's like blue collar yeah. jobs have always been been treated as like the shit thing. But nowadays, like things are changing are, are going in rever- or reversing you know like white collar is being considered like the bullshit stuff the lazy person's job and the blue collar stuff is being it's much more respected now than it was even 15 20 years ago well i think it's it's finally come to we've come to terms with the fact that 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 like working with your hands fixing things is what kind of like makes the world go around and if you yeah. can't if you don't have an actual skill to provide then you don't really have anything yeah and we're also seeing blue collar workers make so much more money than than your your oh average white collar worker. Like you go to you know a, a, an electrician or a plumber, dude. They make so much fucking money. It's insane how much money is, those people make. My neighbor's my neighbor's brother is a pipe fitter, and he works up in Fresno. Mm-hmm. And he only works four months out of the year, but he's still clearing hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy five thousand <laughs> a year, and he's working maybe. 60 hours a week out of those four months of the year damn dude that ain't bad it's not bad work (laughs) fucking i mean it's it's, you know it's it's hard work well yeah it's hard work but you're fucking tired yeah but if you're doing it four months out of the year yeah and that's like what people choose to do i I choose to only work x amount of of days therefore i can have y amount of days off Mm -hmm. and they 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 could make three four times the amount but like why why need why do i need to yeah they're comfortable with where they're at. Yeah, absolutely. Good times. Yeah, dude, janitor. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Badass it's not job. A bad, it's not a bad gig, man. It really isn't. Um, 
All right, so yeah, gotta get away. Let's play a little bit of that, and then we'll we'll talk about I guess the music a little bit more, and then definitely yeah. the lyrics. So here's uh here's gotta get away from the Offspring. Damn, damn fine song. So what do you have lyrically on this one? <laughs> uh, just like he says in the song, right? It's about being paranoid. Paranoid people want to show. It's about <laughs> kind of being paranoid and stressed, and just and just wanting to walk away from it all, mm. even just for a little while. I agree. I, I teen angst. Yeah, I, I, you cut out really bad there. Really bad, or just like kind of bad. Really, I I think I I missed most of that, so that's why I, I talked over you because I thought you you had finished talking. Am I am I still cutting out really bad? No, you sound good now. Oh, that was well. Weird. Then what's your problem? What's going on? Well, just why you ain't what? Well, I don't know about that, dude. Wait, so it's just what were you saying? Because I missed like all of it. I, I think I think like like he says in the song, right? When he it's it's about being paranoid and, and being stressed and just wanting to walk away from it all, if only for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's all it's all about paranoia in this song, paranoia and depression. I, I feel like it's like his depression creeping up on him, and and him kind of just yeah being paranoid about that, or that causing. Let's not like. Let's not forget like. Like Smash is often looked back upon mm-hmm. with kind of more harsh, harsher eyes. It's 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 thrust into this realm of 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 like adolescent angst, but it's it's not. Like they were thirty, if not over thirty, when this album came out, when they recorded this. This was this was uh I think like Dexter was thirty. Obviously, um Noodles was over thirty. Like they're mm-hmm. all 30 they're not fucking teenagers anymore this is not scream teen angst to me this is something deeper this is something a little bit more complex than just i'm pissed off at the world this is like getting into why i'm pissed off at the world what is wrong with the world that makes me so pissed off this is more like adult issues adult themes and then also things like like self-esteem that song is looked back upon with 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 uh I, I for 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 lack of a better word, feminist eyes. Okay. It's 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 yeah, it's yeah. looked back upon. Like I read a lot of articles this week that said it's just this gross like machismo thing that like demeans women, and that's just not that's not what I got out of that at all. I I didn't either. I felt like it was it was the opposite. I felt like it was him just being so with self esteem. At least it was just him being taken advantage of, and him just kind of just accepting just kind of accepting it even though he's not happy he just doesn't know better he doesn't i don't know the biggest the biggest difference i think between like a self-esteem song like this or a self-esteem song where it's like aggressive or demeaning towards towards the opposite sex or whatever he's trying to accomplish in the song is that he doesn't ever put the other person down really it's only that he puts the person down how it relates and how it feels to him Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't, I don't. Like God, man, I read a lot of a lot of articles this week that were just that shit over that song and shit over this album. And yes, I agree. This album is a fucking timepiece. This album belongs in '94. Oh, yeah. This would yeah. not survive any time else. You fucking <laughs> even like late '90s, no, would not survive. 2000s, no way. 80s, no, fuck no. This has to be mid '90s when it came out. So I get that it's a timepiece, but it is more than that. Like you put like Dookie that came out '85 fucking just as great that came out 2005 just as great yeah yeah this this had to come out here 
It's true because it, it, I think a lot of it has to do with his vocals too, because his vocals are so unique. And in the eighties, you can have a vocalist like this. You can, you can have somebody who can't really sing that well. Like this, it's a very nineties thing yeah, where, where no all way. that kind of stuff started. Like even when you go back to the hair metal bands, like everybody, all those guys had good voices. They just, it yeah. was just shitty music, but they still had good voices, but it was the nineties when when grunge came along when when people started to realize oh these guys don't have good voices but the songs are fucking great so yeah i i agree with you like the offspring wouldn't have survived back back in the 80s and then even yeah late 90s and 2000s they wouldn't have they wouldn't have survived because what they had been doing on smash had already been done by other bands you know by rancid by green day eventually by blink and stuff you know this is the right the right place right time Absolutely. and they knew they knew that they couldn't survive because that's why ignition is so different than their self-titled yeah. they're vastly different but now they were already doing this in the late 80s and it wasn't working they were already doing this in the early early 90s and it wasn't working so smash like took took the pop elements and input them into like their first two albums and just doubled down on the camp and it became a fucking hit yeah. Oh, yeah. It did. Was Smash is Smash more successful than Americana? I don't think so. Right. I, th- I think Smash is their most successful album. Is it okay? I guess I should have looked that up. But you know, you I want- think we did. I think we did do this when we were talking about uh, Tragic Kingdom versus Smash. Yeah, and Smash ended up selling more than Tragic Kingdom, right? And we were yeah, surprised. Yeah, but, but but I think the I think the 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 argument was was no way. Could no doubt, com- no no way could Tragic Kingdom compete with Smash, but I think it was a lot closer than we thought it was. Okay, yeah, I, I remember talking about that now. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what was yeah, it? Man. Oh, Dude, so let's let's so jump like into the artwork. To, oh, yeah. our, we, our, we can do artwork, and we can we can cover the music videos at the same time. So the actually, I didn't watch the music videos, <laughs> but I I okay. did watch them. Well, I, okay. Do you remember the last time we did Offspring when we did Americana? We we ended up watching every single one of their music videos through their, throughout did. their entire career, and that was tough. So I know I've seen the video, but you're probably going to have to kind of refresh my memory on the video. So like all, so they have three videos for, for the album. They've got to get away, uh, self-esteem, and then come out and play. Mm-hmm. They're all the same. It, they're just performance videos, and they're very Jason Bourne uh, camera angles, right? Very like shaky, very cut 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 very adolescent driven but yeah. they all they're all they're all in theme they're all in theme with the artwork they're all like this kind of they'll show you little, like fight club status flash little scenes of, of like a x-ray of a skeleton or a leg or a femur or whatever the fuck it is but they're all in theme and it goes along with the artwork and i think that's cool plus you get to see dexter with his uh with his braids oh god his braids are so bad Dexter so, with the braids, baby. Oh, they're Dexter so bad. With the braids. And now that now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it, uh, the videos from this era, as well as a lot of videos in the alt rock era, all had a very um, similar look of like that 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 yellow goldish kind of filter, where yeah. everything looks like it's really hot outside. Like everybody's yes. like sweating, That's you know, in Southern in, California, dude. Yeah, it's like it's like everybody's in downtown LA in the in August or whatever when it's 110 degrees. Like everything looks gross and grimy and yellow and gold, and I hate it. It looks disgusting. Like even like the uh, Guttermouth had music videos back in the 90s too, and all the Guttermouth videos back then looked that way too. Every video looked like that, and it was gross. But um, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know where I'm going. Blink Blink had a video too that was like was it Blink? Yeah, um, they, they were on like the LA Canal, right? Remember? The LA Can Oh, the LA River? Um Yeah. No, well they did down and it kind of had that that same kind of look, but it wasn't they were playing in a backyard. But they didn't have to do anything at the LA River. No. Cuz yeah, they did Somebody did. No, cuz they did damn it, then they did what's my age again. No. Uh, what the uh fuck was all it? the small things, Adam's song. And then off no. Toy Patch. No, they never did anything in the LA River. Somebody in the Blink it's camp. It's not even a river. But. Family. It's a river. It's fucking gushing. It's it's a wild river. <laughs> that's a, where they got wild rivers from. <laughs> it's a rushing <laughs> river that's about six feet wide, if that. Um, and it's only full of water two months out of the year. And that water's only <laughs> two feet wide. And it's sewage. It's dirty as fuck. Mostly sewage, yeah. Um... Dude, LA is the worst, man. I fucking hate fucking that city. What? I God fucking what? God damn, was that a plus forty four? No, what you know it might have been transplants. It might have been a transplants. I don't know what transplants song. Dying here. Okay, I'm gonna make a little note. We'll come back to it. We'll circle back. All right, sounds good. <laughs> so but yeah, the artwork. You do? Do you like this artwork? Uh, I think I think it's cool. I think it's very appropriate for its time, because of the color scheme. Um, but overall, I think all their. I mean, outside of Americana. All their albums kind of suck. Album covers suck. They really do. I think like, I think like because this is this has gone fucking ten times platinum or whatever it is, the artwork has become something. Mm-hmm. But it's it's really it's really nothing. The artwork is nothing to yeah to it's write like home a, about. It's like an X-ray of somebody. So it's pretty much their skeleton with all these, uh, you know, contrasted out. And it, yeah, it's just ugh, it's kind of silly and i i really don't like any of their artwork except for let the bad times roll that's the only artwork that i actually i really really like yeah i think it's i think it's too it's too cheesy for this day and age like if they had done that in the early 2000s that would have been super cool but you know 2021 2022 it's yeah it's fucking dope man she got like money in her hands and like fucking like drugs and like like a gun and I don't know other stuff. <laughs> like a duh, like a this and a like like a this. You ever notice when people list things like they're gonna do? They always say it like that. They like, do, and it's it's annoying because like we all do I it. Get like oh, I'm so busy tomorrow. I gotta go shopping. I gotta like do the laundry. Like why do we list things like that? I Isn't don't that know. weird? It's so obnoxious. It's like it's like <laughs> the, the other thing we have talked about where whenever we drop something, we go oh oh oh, 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 oh. <laughs> we all make that same stupid sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's like this unconscious thing that we all do, and it's so annoying. Like, what? Uh, it's very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing fucking gets me every time. I love doing. It's it to really people. funny. Like I just, it's so it, so obvious, but nobody ever talks about it. Um. All right. So let's move on from. Uh, Moving on. Away. So what? Oh, fuck, dude. I'm. We really veered off. So that was your three B, right? 3B, yeah. Okay. What is your 3B or 4B or my 4B? Oh, so we didn't even talk about my, about my 2B. What was your 2B? My 2B is it'll be a long time. I have a feeling it'll be a, a long, long time. time. You're, just, you're just picking random like deep cuts. Just no, it's... TV. That's, that's dumb. That's stupid. <laughs> not at all. It's yeah, not even... No, it is. That's stupid. It's not even a deep cut because I've heard this played on the radio. It's not a deep cut. To say, to say like it'll be a long time is better than come out and play is just dumb. That's just, that's a silly boy talk. You're being silly. <sighs> Actually, you know what? Let, let's let's get in because we're 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 a little over an hour on this episode. Let's just jump into those those bigger hits. 
like come out and play in self-esteem because we haven't even talked about those yet. It'll be a long time to AB for me. I, I love that song. <laughs> I do too. That's why it's putting, my TV. And I, I think I think you may like it a lot more because it comes right after self-esteem. So you kind of have that like, ah, uh, finally. That, okay, yeah. here we go. I have that relief. Let's get back into it. <laughs> yeah. But I love the way Dexter says time. I have a feeling it'll, it'll be, be a, a long, long time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> it, this song this song has it all. It has the speed, the intensity, the catchiness, great palm muting. I mean, it's he's that bridge though. Dude, the bridge of this thing is yes, so fucking the good. Bridge. Oh it's, my god. It's this very very slight build up in that bridge that goes into that kind of solo. Dude, this song is it's a it's a it's a it's a deep cut banger for sure. This that, is that, it's a fucking great song, man. That bridge melody, that bridge build up if it wasn't for like the stupid dumb shit and bad habit, I think that would be like one of the best parts on this album. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's so fucking catchy. The bridge is like two parts. The first part is just and the way he sings it, it's just a normal cadence, calm, collected. But then it goes into the that that palm meter part. But if you know it's not falling in with me, and then it goes into that little guitar solo, and it's not even like a solo; it's like a lead part, but it's still kind of a solo. Oh man, <laughs> I oh, love man. I love how you just explained the entirety the entire song in probably twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> None of oh, it was so really good. that coherent. It was just like, and then this. But it's, dude, I love this fucking album so much. I just love this album so much. It's so good. And there's so many guitar, uh, so many guitar chords in this fucking chorus, dude. This is one yeah. where you're just like, "What are you doing? What is wh- how, why? Why are you doing this? How is this working?" No, I agree, man. I totally agree. So let, let's play a little bit of um, "It'll Be a Long Time" from uh, the Offsprings. Here we go. I also wanted to mention, dude, the pre-chorus of this song. It's uh. It's very thrashy. Or Noodle's guitar playing is very, very thrashy. It's fast. It's it's a little palm muted, and uh, dude, he's he, like we said, he's an he's a fucking underrated guitar player, and um, yeah. <laughs> that build up, man, and that bridge. It's so short. It is such a short build up, but my god, it's fucking amazing. It's so amazing. Guitar solo, I, stupid. Dude, I, I, I cannot it. fucking believe how good this bridge is. It is. Mm-hmm. It has no right to be this fucking good. It really does not. Yeah. This album has no right to be this goddamn good. <laughs> Unbelievable. It really, really. It, is. it really. It doesn't. It's like coming off of of self titled and then ignition. All we've mm-hmm. heard that is this like this good. This just like objectively good is is session. Right, session. That, that's a very. That's yeah. like the most offspring song they fucking done prior to this. It, where did you pull this from? Yeah, you're right. You're well, totally right. How did they do this? It, it's like it's like they condense. Yeah, it's, this is just a condensed version of. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't get it. It's, this it's a very unique fucking, song. Yeah. If, if it wasn't for that part and bad habit, this is the best part of the album. This bridge right here. I would agree. I would agree. But I feel like the the bridge also can be forgotten because it, it is so it's so short, it really is. And ah, man, I feel like you got to be a, a true yed to really uh, to really pick that one up on this one. <laughs> I don't know, it, it, because no, it comes and goes so quick. It comes and goes so quick. You can easily be forgotten or not forgotten, but overlooked. Damn, yeah. dude, it's so good. So, what do you have lyrically on this song? Uh, this is like big picture stuff, right? The world is controlled, like we were talking about earlier, controlled by the powerful, and we aren't, and we aren't, 
we aren't ready. We aren't ready to change it yet. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's a lot of a lot of like 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 him pleading, but then also the chorus here is is like him saying, "Well, we're not really ready for it yet. Maybe one day, but not now." I mean, I got a very generic kind of anti-war, anti-government kind of feel to the song. Um, he's kind of wondering when people will wake up to what's actually going on and, and who's controlling things. And that's what this song is, which is, the, I think, the overall theme of this entire record. But this is the one song that, that really kind of dives deep into that into that feeling. But yeah, you know, I, and I, I don't I, I, a, I a lot of his uh, most of his lyrics are were, were easy to decipher, but I don't want to write them off as just like generic or cheesy or bland or vanilla or anything i think i think they're pretty damn good i think his wordplay i think the words he chooses to use like in that bridge when he when he drops with the suicide thing and turn all around with the suicide move the word suicide is a very it perks you up it makes you listen it's something Mm -hmm. that is just it's a word that invokes emotion and to put it in the bridge at the end of that first part and beginning in the second part it makes you listen to the second part and that second part, he starts it off by saying, like, he's not getting fooled. Like, he's fucking sees it. And I think that's cool. I don't know. I, yeah. I think that, that's, that's, that's cool wordplay. I think that's, that's great word usage. I think his lyrics are solid. I think they're fucking great. Not deep, not complex, but just really good. I was, uh, I was honestly very surprised with his lyrics on this record. Because um, I've always, you know, thrown it out. You know, everything, everything he does is goofy. Because of their big hits, you know, Pretty Fly, Self Esteem, you know, or not Self Esteem, but Come Out and Play, um, things like that. You know, they're they're, they're more light hearted, but yeah, no, most of this record is very very dark, and um, and I think this is one of the darkest, the darkest songs on the record lyrically, um, because of what he's talking, uh, because of you know talking about the 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 being controlled by the government, but then like like you said, the suicide thing, that is a heavy word to throw around, um, and I I, th- I think his. What was I thinking? Like in the first verse, the first verse, no, oh yeah, no, the pre-chorus, like super superpowers flex their wings, hold the world on puppet strings. Eagles will feed while citizens bleed. That's the way it goes. I li- I really like the lyrics on that pre-chorus. I, I mean, yeah, the rhyming is is fine, but I, the message is uh, it's it's very true. It's very uh, it's very honest. I I feel it. It's a perfect. He's a really really good songwriter. He's able to to create melody that is catchy that you can sing after the song's over. He's able to to string together words that make sense. Egos will feed while citizens bleed. That makes sense. That's not yeah. just rhyming feed and bleed. That makes sense. It just tells a story. And like thirdly, it's it's easily digestible. It's fine. Totally, yeah. Like and I, I hate I hate to like 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 group them into this this generic thing where they're just writing mediocre because these aren't mediocre fucking songs these are this is a list stuff this is a tier this is really a tier stuff I agree I totally agree I wouldn't say this is like the the best I've seen lyrically since we started you know being lyric men on the pod but it's definitely much better than I was expecting this is not this is not S tier. But this is this is a tier. I don't know where I don't know why S tier even exists. I, I, I know I don't like that either. From. That's very RPG and it's kind of annoying. I like RPGs, but I don't like S tier. The um, way he says that last line too. That's that that's always the way she, the way it goes because that's always the way it goes. And he kind of like screams. Then it goes when will the world listen to reason? 
<laughs> I like how it like screams that part before the chorus been, hits. It'll be a long time. Time. That song is so good. It's good stuff. So, so what other songs do we want to get into? I mean, we should probably mention "Come Out and Play," right? I mean, arguably their biggest hit. Possibly, I think it's Possibly. bigger than "Pretty Fly." I really think it is. I do think come. I, it would it would for sure be between "Come Out and Play" and "Self Esteem." Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, because I, I have to. I'm forced to listen to the radio at work when I'm at work in the office, and. Out of all the offspring, so- offspring songs, Come Out and Play is the one that is played by far the most, and then Self Esteem second. Those is K Rock still still playing these like on the hour, every hour, every day? I don't know about K Rock, but uh, we listen to Jack FM at work, and dude, it's the ninety three one ninety what, um, Jack FM. That's I forgot. One, right? It's ninety three one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, but dude, it's it's terrible, man. When you're listening to I that all day, I hate Jack FM. We play what we want when we want it. I mean, it, I never thought it was bad until I started working at this company. And when I'm in the office, when you hear it for eight hours straight, it's fucking terrible. And it's the Fuck it's the same. It's literally the same songs every day. Like it's not it. They don't play like the same song every hour, every hour or two, like Kiss FM does or K Rock does, but. Dude, it's the same the same block of songs every fucking day. I remember it's like when, when Jack FM like first came out and it was it was pretty cool. Like they had a lot of different variety of music, but then I noticed like Spin Doctors just for one. They used to play that fucking song, that two oh, they still do. song. They still do. So I I used to like that song until fucking Jack FM ruined it for me too. They Jack FM is kind of ruining Third Eye Blind for me. They're oh, ruining, no. they're ruining the turn offspring. they I can't turn it off. It plays uh, in the office. Turn, Fucking stick a pencil in your ear, dude. It's it's bad. But anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Um, come out and play. Come out and play. Yes. Come out and play. Just that drum, drum beat, right? Freestyling. Oh yeah, the free. So we're okay. Yes, let's start with the drums. The freestyling on the drums, as we like to call it, on the 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 hi hat stand, right there. Yeah. It's dude. Who the fuck thinks of it? I mean, I'm sure there's some band in the past that's done it, but nothing this popular, nothing this iconic. I, so, it's, he, it's like so watching dumb. the video, he's he's hitting the hi hat stand, and then hitting the bottom of the hi hat as he like with his right hand, right? He's hitting the hi hat stand, oh, and he's okay. coming up. He's flinging up his right arm, and he's, he's subsequently hitting the bottom of the hi hat on that little part. That and then going back to hitting the hi hat stand, and that's his school. That's just fucking rad. I love freestyling. Who doesn't like freestyling? Everyone no, likes freestyling. I kind of wonder, because Josh Freeze has been playing uh, live with the band over the last two years now, and I wonder if he plays it that way as well. I've never looked at live videos of him play, come out and play. But it seems like such a like a cheesy move, you know? Oh, it's it's a very uh, like, like, like amateur thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun, but kind of like like you. That's how you play it, really. Why don't you do it like this, and then somebody would just do it the way you did it, but better. Yeah, I don't give right. a fuck. It fucking sounds cool. It looks cool. And I saw the video this week, and I never knew that's how he did it. And I was like, damn, that looks fucking cool. I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and then, the whole and then song the, is built around that fucking that that Middle Eastern guitar riff. That it man. But but before before we get into that 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 guitar part. You got to talk about, you know, when he's doing the freestyling on that, on that, that stand, he goes, the it, noodles comes in with that, that, 
dun dun that kind of like um what is it dun, 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 dun. yeah that dun, 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 but it's called something what it's am like, i trying to think right now it's like a harmonic know, they're, they're not a harmonic kind of kind of is it kind of yeah i guess it's kind of a harmonic right shit but yeah. whatever you you know yeah, what i mean that, it, yeah. it's it's really cool and then and then once ron hits that snare then noodles gets to do that fucking riff and it's uh it's a great intro great great fucking do you intro. do you what 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 b is this for you it's my nine b oh my god but like i said oh my come god. out come out and play in self-esteem so self-esteem is my eight b so come out and play in self-esteem or solo because dude Jesus i've fucking christ Okay, you haven't worked like in the corporate world. You haven't worked where you you're forced to listen to the radio, you know, all day every day. And when you when you're forced to do that and you have to hear these songs thousands of times, hundreds of thousands of times, you know, or thousands of times, like th- it just it gets too much. You're totally you think, burnt out. Do you think you hear the song every day? Like if you're listening oh, to the radio for at eight least hours once a day, day you're, at least once a day. For sure. A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> so so like so so when i was in the emt when i was in the emt we would drive around in the rig and we would play k-rock on mostly k-rock on on the radio because we didn't have no cd player nothing like that so we mostly listen to k-rock and the way their format works is they play the same songs every two hours jack fm at least plays songs like you know it's a full day's worth of a rotation but k-rock does every two hours so when that happens when you're doing a 12-hour shift you're hearing come out and play or self-esteem maybe three, four times a day and you're doing that, you know, four to five days a week. It's uh, it sucks. Fucking sucks, man. <laughs> it really ruins a lot of these songs when you hear them so goddamn much. Cause cause so. self or cause come out and plays my four B. I mean, it's a great song, it's, but it, it's too, I'm burned out on it, man. God, it's just like you, you pick, you pick this one apart and it's, it's perfect. It's fucking fun in in all of the right ways, right? It's built like again. It's built off that 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 Middle Eastern type riff, and yeah. and just today, like I was, I would, I learned how to play. This is what like spawned the whole thing. Was I was curious because I was reading about the Asian Orange copyright thing, and I was like, okay, well, let's see, let's see how like generic this riff actually is, and like it really is just a fucking easy pentatonic riff, just a little bit, a little slide in there, then you got like a flat, super easy riff. Yeah, and then yeah. I listened to the Agent Orange song that was supposedly the the, the inspiration for this one. Fucking not, not even the same thing. Not even it the same fucking really, thing at all. It's not? No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Not at all. all Some right. of the notes are the same, but Agent Orange, the, the scale transitions to a better solo and just does other things. But, like, that's stupid. That's silly boy talk. But, yeah, man. Like, I even love, like, the gotta keep them separated part. The gotta keep them separated. Like, <sighs> I just, I love that. It's kind of cheesy, though, that. man. I love that. It's of not, course it's cheesy. It was just it was just their fucking friend that that like wanted to be in the band but he didn't play any instruments and they were just like I don't know what you I don't know what you want to do. He's and like, then well, he was do nothing. He wasn't even credited on the song either. But because like they had him come the over part of the song. They had him come over at, when they're recording this and like Snoop Dogg was next door so the way they enticed their friend to come over was was like oh yeah dude Snoop's like recording stuff and so like apparently this guy came over took a bunch of pictures with Snoop fucking had a great day and then recorded his like gotta keep him separated part with the offspring and yeah like like that's like the most iconic thing but he still gets paid for it he still he, he still has a little bit of money but he has no, he said he, has he did no, there was an article oh, there was, was an article that I read that he said that he still gets a little kickback from it I don't know if it's like just them giving him kickbacks or if they paid him money outright hmm. I don't know but. 
Yeah, yeah, he, he got a little. He got some pennies for it. For it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. It is funny, but goddamn, dude, they, the offspring do some really, really cheesy shit. They really. And do. I like that they. I like that they recorded it more than just once and didn't just like just just use the same sample like like George Lucas Tuscan Raider style. They didn't just loop it right because he says got to keep them separated the first time and then later on. It's a little more like gotta keep them separated. Oh, like that's, that's true. He says yeah, it the second he, time. Right, he does. He does. It's say totally it different. different. You're totally right. <laughs> also, so uh, going out of the after he says that, you have that that the bass drum snare hit. Oh, dude, it's so good. Boom, and then it goes into the actual song. That transition is is uh, it's perfect. It's so simple. It's perfect. I love it. Fantastic. Oh, was it was it a cat? Yeah, my cat. You'll hear her periodically. I actually remember a couple of weeks ago, Skip was saying like, "Oh, I still hear the cat on the podcast," and then I thought, "Oh, it's, oh, your cat. it's probably my fucking cat." Yeah, he probably hears my cat. Has now. to be your cat. Yeah. Fucking. fucking cat! I forgot about that stupid goddamn <laughs> fucking cat. Unbelievable. But no, it's my cat meowing. So, um, anyway, I'm gonna play a little bit of uh, "Keep Them Separated," or "Come Out and Play." Jesus Christ! Come out and play keep from. Separated. The Offsprings. What do you have lyrically on this one? This was uh, this was another one too that I was kind of like, wow, this is not. I did not expect this to be about this. Mm-hmm. And I thought uh, so too. This was not this was not fun lyrics like I thought they were going to be. <laughs> this is like youth violence with like an emphasis on 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 youth um, gang violence. Oh yeah, like some serious some serious shit. Like especially in these larger cities in Southern California, obviously. Um, but I don't know, like the lyrics are still riddled with fun sing-along things, right? Oh, like totally. got to keep them separated apart and like you sing this, but you don't realize that like, it's pretty sad. It's pretty fucking dark. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that, you know, it's a group of white guys from Orange County, you know, making this record in 94, but you know, they were also playing shows in LA, you know, shit parts of LA where it was very violent. It was very dangerous to, to play, especially punk concerts in the 80s. It was not, not a good place to be with the cops, with gangs, with everything, you know? It just wasn't an ideal place. So this song, I I, I feel like they, they saw it all. Like, this is not just them trying to be badasses for the sake of being a badass. Like, they, they literally saw this kind of shit not every day, but you know, a lot. And then see having noodles being stabbed at a show because of like a riot at a black flag show. It's like, dude, this, this shit was real. Like this shit happened all the fucking time in the eighties. So it's like, they were right there in the epicenter of it all of the violence. So it's like, they're not just pulling shit out of their ass, which I, I, I I respect a lot. So I can't like, I can't, I can't speak for other larger cities, but like, like gang culture is, very much a part of, of Southern California culture. Oh, totally. Especially in the fucking nineties, especially with the rise of like gangster rap. It was just, it was just a thing. It was just something you did. I mean, fuck man. I used to wear the craziest outfit, read Lowrider magazine for God's sakes. And it was just <laughs> a part of, 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 of our culture of us growing up. Yeah. Like, well, not, I mean, not like seeing the, the, the violence of it, but being a part of it, Knowing it exists and not yeah. being like like outwardly afraid of it, but kind of almost, kind of almost like like being intrigued and entranced by it. 
you like i remember okay so the stuff in orange county was never as bad as the stuff in la it wasn't but you know you go to parts of santa Ana, which were pretty rough and tumble especially in the 90s um I remember being it like you said I was be I was intrigued by it, but I was I was also very wary of it and I never went out of my way to go kind of explore that you know what I mean or just try to understand it more if that makes sense Yeah but yeah I was definitely always intrigued by it but yeah no Orange County was there are parts of Orange County that were pretty pretty insane not insane but pretty uh, dangerous in uh it, but it's still it's still like a part of the of the culture of Southern California Yeah it's just Oh yeah totally Gang culture is is a culture in itself, and it's not exclusive to gangs. I mean, if if the bloods and the like, like Killer Mike was trying to get him to do fucking like brand themselves, right? Remember the 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 Crip Juice in his, in his oh, TV yeah. show when he when, when yeah. he's trying to get the bloods and the Crips to like like market themselves, actually make some money off of it. But really, like that, yeah. Yeah. gang culture could have done that, could still do that today, like like market themselves, and because it is it is something that that youth kind of aspire to be a part of something and but didn't it didn't it kind of do that in the 90s you know with death row and um bad boy records that wasn't that kind of them market off of the 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 east side west side gang culture so what killer mike was trying to do wasn't wasn't totally it wasn't new but they're not making money off of it the the bloods and the crips are, are arguably the most famous or infamous gangs in the United States, and they're not making any money off of, yes. off of that that brand. Brand yourself, create the corporation, make money off of it. I guess if you yeah, want to wear the few select stuff that says "Crip" on it, it. Fucking hire some lawyers. Send them a cease and desist. That's your brand. You started this. Make <laughs> money off of it. Uh, can you imagine? Shit. Which, like, on the surface, is like, well, why should gangs? Like, well, the fucking cigarette companies made a fuck ton of money off killing people. Why can't gangs do it? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Straight marking the little kids. I mean, they fucking both do the same thing. Yeah. Damn. Right. So, so what? Do we have anything else on come out and play? Come out and like the Warriors, dude. Come out and play, yay! Like, dude, again, just just advertising <laughs> to kids, right? Like, gang life is cool. Yeah. That's the Warriors were about the movie. Yeah, great movie. Baseball Furies. Remember Baseball Furies? Remember that for Halloween? Dude, I just I just came across that photo of me, you, and Angel. Oh, so dressed good. up, dude. That photo is so fucking funny. It's honestly the best costume I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it's so funny that we fucking did that. Yeah, I am. I'm most proud of that costume over anything else. I I I've hate. Ever done. I hate dressing up for Halloween. I really, really do. But that was probably one of the cooler costumes we ever did, oh, or so I ever good. did. Yeah, that was. I mean, fuck it. I'll post that on the socials. I don't give a fuck. That was a cool. Yeah. That was a cool picture. And it's so weird. We even you even brought that up because. I, literally a few days ago, I, I came across that on my Facebook by accident. Which is not even, yeah, which is not even like October. So I don't know why you came across that a few days ago. I was, I forgot, I was doing something. Oh, I know what I was going to do. I was going to make like AI artwork for the podcast. And I was looking for pictures of you and I just to like throw in like those weird oh, AI generators. And I came across that photo. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's why. But anyway, let's move on from uh, Keep Them Separated. What what do we want to talk about separated. now? Rated, at least just touch upon self esteem. That's my nine B. Yeah, at least touch upon that one. I That's like this one you. a lot because it's it's ridiculous, man. That intro is so fucking ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> they all sound but like it's such a perfect time capsule of the, the stupidity and pretentiousness of the '90s scene, particularly like the grunge and all rock, new metal shit. 
like all that stuff. But this is done as a joke. This is a joke. And it's funny because the video starts off with like a, a profile view of a skull, like an x-ray. Mm-hmm. And as you're doing like the la, 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 the, the, the jaw <laughs> so of the skull annoying. is kind of like moving around with that, that la part. <laughs> so but the song annoying. is a good, it's a good fucking catchy song. And those palm mutes sound, the do so good. Yeah, and the, the, the bass part too, you know, it kind of lets Greg, you know, breathe a little bit when Noodles isn't, you know, going all over the place. Noodling? It's Yeah, no- Noodles and Noodle, yeah. No, I, that, that's just a perfect nickname for like his guitar playing style. So it really good. is. It really is. No, I, I think it's a great song outside of the la 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 part. I've always, I've always thought that that part was really stupid and just so unnecessary. The song could have been so much cooler without that. It's very much of its time, and I, I don't, I don't like it at all. But you like the la la part? No, I don't. And then also, you know, Dexter, he just sounds so whiny. <laughs> It's just, it just sounds so. Oh, God. It, it's annoying. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Chicken mover. I lost my nerve. Oh, God. It's. No, no. Oh, God. It's, it's dumb. Man. But, but it's, this is like a. This, this is just a better version of She's Got Issues. No, she's got his issues. Oh, man, she's song. got issues that I gotta pay. Both whiny, both dumb. The, the, those, but she's got issues doesn't hit as hard as this one does. Those those notes that he hits in in she's got issues is so much better. The the whoa whoa the whoa woes in that song are so much better in this or so much better in that <laughs> song than in this song. Okay, it's true. That's wrong, but okay. No, okay. it's true, man. It's totally true. Um, um, should we play a little bit of self esteem? Play a little bit of it. At least, at least, yeah, you gotta hear the intro. Yeah, yeah, the intro. It is iconic, as annoying as annoying as it is. It's iconic. So here it is, self-esteem from The Offspring. I don't, I don't know why, but, but this time around, Discord just cut out all the instrumentals, and I only heard the vocals part of this one. <laughs> the whoa woes or the la la la. Just the no, all of it. I only heard the the vocal part of this. I heard none of the instruments. Wow. Like usually, it'll cut out the vocal parts too, but I, for whatever reason. I only heard vocals, and uh, <laughs> I still love this song. Okay, that's, that's very say. that's very telling because um, that just shows that he's that bad but of a damn. Singer. That he's was that bad of a yeah. Singer. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's no fucking it's no surprise or, uh, or anything that or secret that he's a bad singer. He's awful. Yeah, yeah. But damn, even when he sings live, though, he still sounds. He still has that 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 unique flair to him to his voice oh yeah i i think maybe now they probably use a little bit of auto-tune um and they probably tune down as well but yeah he, he's still he's still got it he's still got it for the most part that was and say. honestly i'm just gonna throw it out there but i i probably saw the offspring at their at the best possible time you could have seen them and that was i saw them in 2001 Oof. and that was before splinter and that was right <sighs> after conspiracy God, that is probably the, yeah, that might be the perfect time to see them. Yeah, because they're playing all they're playing all the bangers at that point. God all damn. the bangers, baby. Shit. All the fucking bangers. They God. played Bad Habit, and that they was when I was jumping bad. over fucking fires. I'm sure. Dude, that was oh, dude, it was a fucking banger show. I um, my have a friend, and she's uh, she's from Germany, and she loves The Offspring. And um, when we used to work together, she was telling me that when she was still living there with with her husband. 
uh, they saw they saw the offspring. They used to see the offspring all the time in Germany in small little tiny clubs uh, during the Smash tour. And she said oh it was like God. the best shows she's ever been to because, you know, at in Germany, they, they were at the time, they weren't as big as they were here in the States at that point. And yeah, they used to go. It was, it was a small like she said it was like which what it, it sounded like it was like the size of like the glass, the glass house here in in, uh, in California. I die and seeing them during the Smash tour in Germany. Yeah, she said her and her husband used to go to those shows all the time. What the fuck, yeah. man? <laughs> it's fucking nuts, man. In Munich, I, too. I can't in even Munich, imagine. That's I where can't she even lived. imagine seeing the Offspring in a sub like five thousand person venue. Well, yeah, no way. Even the Glass House. That's probably what a thousand person. Not even a thousand person. Not even. Yeah. yeah. But goddamn, yeah, seeing them in 94, 95, <laughs> it's fucking nuts, dude. But yeah, I know she loves Offspring. Good. Good for her. <sighs> good, on the, good on the Germans. Good on the Germans. Said they, yeah. need to get, said they need to get better at soccer. <laughs> oh, man. Got him. Got him. That's, that's rough. Rough stuff. So the, so, so the South Koreans as of today, but that's no surprise. Yeah. They, they never Brazil's, get far. Brazil's good. And they're fine. Dude, they've been in 10 consecutive fucking World Cups. I didn't even know that. And I think, what, four finals? That's or three crazy. Finals? Three World Cup finals? Something like that? South Korea? No, 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 no. Um, Brazil. No, South Korea has been in 10 consecutive oh, World really? Cups. They've made the cup 10 times in a row. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> I know. That's fucking bizarre. But when you think about it, that's only 40 years. So since 1980. USA hasn't even done that. Well, I know, but USA always suck at soccer. Fucking Italy hasn't even done it. Oh, that's true too. No, but also okay. But look at it this way: the uh-huh. the where they're at, like the not the league. Well, I guess it's the league. Like the you have the Concacaf, you have um, uh, UEFA, and all that. You know what I mean? Uh, the different regions. the The Asian region is not as nearly as competitive as it is in Europe as it is in even you know North America. True. So, I mean, South Korea is always going to get through. South Korea and Japan are always going to get through. I mean, fucking North Korea made it through in 2010, right? If North Korea can make it through, South Korea can make it through. So keep that in mind. I will keep nothing in mind, actually. So <laughs> do you remember that. Do you remember in 2010 when, when Portugal played against North Korea and it was like 6-0? to zero? And I think Ronaldo scored like three goals that that match pretty cool oh my god <laughs> anyway um let's let's move on do we have anything else on this record or should we wrap it up um what what just just rattle off some bangers here what is what is killboy powerhead for you killboy powerhead is my 6b the cover by the digits okay. that's that's my 5b did you listen to the digits version i did digits, not digits version pretty good yeah. It's not bad. It's pretty damn good. I, I honestly never knew this was a cover until this week. And when when I've always listened to it, I, th- I thought, oh, man, it sounds like a, it could be a Misfits song. It sounds very Misfits-esque. But it's, good, it's a good one. And then what is uh, what is what happened to you? What, that's my 3B. What, what, what B is that? My 3B. Wow, is song, that's man. your 3B? Yeah, it's a fucking killer song. What the song. hell? You don't like this song or what? The, I mean, this is my 7B. But I, really? I, I fucking wow. Wow. wow, Owen Wilson, wow. <laughs> wow, Luke Wilson, wow, <laughs> Deborah Wilson, wow. You're an idiot. 
<laughs> All the Wilsons I know. <laughs> Wilson, Wilson Wilson. <laughs> Wilson Wilson. Wilson Wilson. I don't want to do that one because home improvement's stupid. Uh, but yeah, dude, worry. this is they they can do the fucking ska stuff so well. They Seriously? it's just god damn, it's so fucking good. They're full they're all in. They're yeah. all in and it's great. Yeah, and then that oh and let's jump into that guitar solo real quick. It's that that kind of clean tone. And it's not flashy at all. It's perfect. Yeah, it is perfect. I I didn't I didn't realize that they could have made a ska song this well. I mean, it's very much in the vein of Rancid. And honestly, I think they did it a lot better than a lot of shit I've heard from Rancid. And I haven't heard everything. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's a great song. It's it's solid. It's 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 more reminiscent of like 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 Op Ivy because the upstrokes are distorted. Yeah, and they're heavier. Than like the clean stuff we've heard from like a lot of the third wave ska, so this is more of this is more like punkers doing ska rather than just like guys that want to form a ska band doing ska, and I think that's that's what it is. And I love that fucking solo, dude. Easy, fits nicely. Does a little bit of fancy stuff, but it's not too crazy. Yeah, God, not not wanky. It's it's very very classy, very very classy. And to throw that kind of clean tone in because Noodles is such a. Uh, He's such a. He uses so much distortion with his with his playing that to hear something this clean is very uh, very different, very unique. Unless they're doing like a more like a softer song, you never hear him play this clean ever. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, that's it's true. It's really good, really really. What, good. When you're when you're mashing in that many chords, you have to throw a lot of distortion in. Otherwise, because even like even yeah, even with the distortion, you can still hear him slide up and down that fucking neck. You can still hear the little finger slidage. Oh yeah. So if you're not if you don't have a lot of distortion, it's just going to be so squeaky. That's true. But yeah, this is this god, this song's so fucking good. But it's so another one. This is like another early early song that I tried to really learn the solo to when I was like first starting to play guitar. I really wanted to learn this solo, and I got pretty far. Okay, I'm sure now. Solo, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure now you can pick it up pretty quick. Because yeah, it's no, not. It's not I the would, most. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it up. Pick it up. Dumb, fucking ska. So yeah, that's third wave ska is so stupid. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Really easy tiger. Easy I mean, I, tiger. I love it, but it's it's fucking dumb. It's a dumb genre. <laughs> Come eh. on. Come on. Eh. You know it's true. It's fine. All right, um, what what do you want to do now? What do you want to do now? That's it. No, I'm good. I, uh, I I that's that's all I really wanted to. I don't know, kind of get after. But I'm 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 good. I'm good. Okay. All right, so uh, so let's give our final thoughts on Smash by The Offspring, and then give our uh, rating of the record. So we have our world famous three point rating system, where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to, one is a bad album, give it a shot, and zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So what would you? Uh, what's your final thoughts and your rating on this record? I've I've always loved this. I I've, I listen to this consistently. This is this is first year though one of the m- most listened albums in my life, mm-hmm. and and it it kind of like made it better this week diving into the lyrics because I was really worried that the lyrics were going to be dumb. I was really worried that they were going to be overly goofy, overly stupid, very superficial, just just throwaway shit. But they weren't, man. They were just, they were like perfect. They were fucking perfect for this band, for this era, for this time period, for this music, for this sound. Just absolutely perfect. Well crafted. This entire album is absolutely well crafted. I think Needles 
is, is one of the best like rhythm punk drummers I've ever fucking heard, if not the best. Just phenomenal stuffs. Dexter, nobody sounds like Dexter. Nobody sounds like The Offspring, especially in the Smash Americana days. Like mm-hmm. nobody fucking sounds like The Offspring. They've cornered this market. They they made the market, cornered it, and then like ended it. Still and doing I think it. that's just yeah. that's just unbelievable. It's 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 unreal. And this album, it's it's crazy because you put this in any other time period, it would never survive. But this album is so goddamn good. It has it has everything. It has everything from punkers to to rockers to hip hoppers and all the people all around the world. <laughs> the biscuit fans, out. no, yeah, no, I get it. Move in, move out. So, um, I don't know, man. I I love this. I love this album so much. I I I cannot sing its praises any any more than than now. I I would be curious to hear the opinion of people that that were probably born in like the year 2000. So people in their early twenties, mm-hmm. I wonder how they would feel about this. I don't think they would like That's, it. I don't know? think so either. Yeah. I don't think so either. I think, but I, but I also, I, I also wouldn't expect them to, to like anything like Nirvana outside like the hits. Yeah. I wouldn't expect them to like anything, uh, even like Weezer, anything like Green Day did. Up unless until, like, unless it's Idiot. like unless it's in like a movie and it has that kind of kind of thing like like um that Nirvana song something in the way was in that the new Batman movie and it that song blew up because of the movie and people who are like 20 years old love that song never knew it was Nirvana never even cared to look into it but no that song was huge among amongst younger people 90s 90s were 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 a weird time we're oh, a weird sure. time. We're a fun time. A lot of one-hit wonders, but going back and listening to them, like I still think Marcy Playground, that album's fucking fantastic. Not just a one-hit wonder. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is just like being nostalgic. If this is just being just being kind of like gatekeeping because because I listened to this as a kid. I don't know. I would be curious to hear. Um, and actually, I don't. I'm not curious at all. I don't fucking give a shit. But it would be interesting to hear somebody who's born like the year 2000, their opinions on this album. And again, I don't care. Um, but but I think this is uh, I think this oh, album's yeah. great. I think it's better than great. I think it's perfect. I think this is a perfect album. I think perfect through and through, front three. to back. I think every song on here serves a purpose. I, I think, God, man, even some of these like forgotten ones, like the first true, true forgotten was something to believe in. Mm-hmm. That's one that's like, like if I ask you now what the melody is, it's like I don't I don't really fucking remember what something to believe in. What's what song was that? But then if I started singing it, you know every word. You will know every fucking goddamn yeah, word because probably. it's so catchy. It's so good. Uh, so yeah, yeah right man, now this, I this can't even perfect. think how that melody goes. I really can't. Mm-hmm. See, damn. But it's my my ten B. So there you go. That was my ten B too. I so real quick on that song. This is the one song where you can really hear Noodles sliding his fingers up and down the strings. Yeah. Like, it's really, really prominent, but I just wanted to throw that one out there. But uh, anyway, so yeah, you gave this this record a, a perfect three out of three. Um, I think this is, yeah, like like we were talking about, this is very of its time. It, it couldn't fit anywhere else. Um, I don't care to, to hear what other younger people have to say about it either. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's It's... It's just so unique, man. Nothing sounds like Smash. Americana doesn't even sound like Smash. It's... Oh, what album in fucking history Nothing. sounds like this? 
nothing sounds like this record at all. It that is it, unreal. But it, like we were saying, it's mostly because of Dexter's vocals. He's not a good singer, and uh, this album shows it. And uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't want to go over it all again. I'm. I, this album's a perfect three. Let's do it again. Let's fucking do it again. I'll do it's it. It's a perfect three out of three. Three out of three. God damn! Wow. This album, Conspiracy of One, Ixnay, and Americana, all perfect three out of threes. I'm saying it. <laughs> so your I top, your top four offsprings, all perfect threes. They're all perfect threes, baby. All perfect. My threes. my top my top three offsprings are perfect threes. Yes, I would really have to get into a conspiracy if I want to give it a perfect three. But just <sighs> off the cuff, That's good man. I don't know, two point seven. <laughs> You're nuts. You're crazy for this one, Rick. <laughs> Um, all right, so do we have anything else? Should we kind of outro it and everything like that? Yeah, outro it, everything like that, sure. All right, well, thank you all for listening. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, five stars only. Uh, and you know the rest. You know, tell us how amazing we are. So that's it. That's all. That's all. Control. Uh, this is uh, called Ride On, Ten Hop Hazy IPA. I've had some of their other Ride On beers. Um, they've been okay I, I, from what I remember, but this is one I haven't had yet. 7.5% uh, ABV. It doesn't tell me the IBUs, but it does say on here it contains wheat and milk. So that sounds really gross. Cool. We um, got just some fucking nasty yeah. all around. <laughs> and uh, it says the hops in here are Strata, Centennial, Chinook, CTZ, Idaho 7, Simcoe, and Motueka. Oh. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of hops in here. Um, I don't like the Idaho 7. That just sounds like very chemical and very... Uh, <laughs> it just sounds fucking weird, right? Like, doesn't that sound weird? Yeah, it's like it's like Red 5, right? Yeah, like Red Captain 5, Crunch yeah. makes, your, makes your testicles smaller, <laughs> people you say, yeah. remember? Oh, your sperm count. No, it reduces your sperm count. That's what oh, it was. Yeah. yeah, the Red 5, yeah. Fucking Idaho 7, Red 5. Sure. Idaho 7, yeah. I don't, that's weird. That's fucking weird. That's my number seven. Do you like, do you like that song, LAPD? Because it's like, it, it it reminds you of like corn or or Because that, that was, that was, that was the original corn, band That name. wasn't corn? Well, it was, the, it was the band before corn. It was the band minus Jonathan Davis. So, yeah, yeah. So that's not corn. It's, no, it's a band called LAPD who put out a full-length record. Yeah. Nothing like corn. What kind of corn? Well, yes and no, yeah. Okay. Yes and no. Yes and no, which is not an answer. Um, so what do you got for number six? Gonna get away from me. Gonna get away from me. But fast forward to 2022. Oh, my God. Janitor yeah. to high school? Cush. We're working, Cush. working at the school district? Working for the school district? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kill for that position. <laughs> Times, oh, have, times changed, have changed. Huh? Oh God, we both <laughs> said that. No. <laughs> oh, I hated that. I hated that so much. That <laughs> is. It is. It is funny though. Like, like, uh, like. You ever notice when people list things like they're gonna do? They always say it like that. They like, do, and it's it's annoying because like, we all do I it. Get, like, oh, I'm so busy tomorrow. I gotta go shopping. I gotta like do the laundry. Like, why do we list things like that? I Isn't don't that know. weird? It's so obnoxious. It's like it's like the, the other thing we've talked about where whenever we drop something, we go, oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> we all make that same stupid sound. 
<laughs> it's just one of those things. It's like this unconscious thing that we all do, and it's so annoying. Like, what? Yeah, it's very annoying. And I, I think I think you may like it a lot more because it comes right after self esteem. So you kind of have that, like ah, uh, finally, that, okay, yeah. here we go. I have that relief. Let's get back into it. <laughs> yeah, but I love the way Dexter says time. I have a feeling it'll, it'll be, be a, a long, long time. Time. <laughs> time. <laughs> it, this song this song has it all it, it has the speed the intensity the catchiness great palm muting i mean it's he's that bridge though dude, the bridge of this thing is yes, so fucking the good bridge. oh it's, my god it's this very very slight buildup in that bridge that goes into that kind of solo dude this song is it's a it's a it's a it's a deep cut banger for sure 